Every week we talk about our good friends at Panini America, and rightfully so, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at paniniamerica.net slash blockchain for one-of-a-kind digital cards. They have public auctions that are on the site. You can find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. You got the official products from the NFL, UFC, NBA, and collegiate sports. You can share your cards in the public gallery, complete challenges, earning exclusive award cards, and build a wish list for the items that you love. Keep an eye out on the Panini NFT platform. Unique, one-of-a-kind VIP experiences. Select NFT holders will have access to, like, on-the-field experiences at NFL games, backstage at the UFC, and so much more. Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards and more, even one-of-one NFTs from every pack. PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain, the official trading cards and NFTs of The Dan Patrick Show. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Well, somehow... We made it to Friday. Welcome to a Friday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch <clears throat> and talk some sports. Ailey is producing our broadcast today. We have no guests, at least now. It's vacation time. It's tough. But I'm going to throw a couple things out today, and I am hoping that you will respond. First of all, though, some news. They finally handed down the punishment to Tennessee for what were deemed to be hundreds of violations under former coach Jeremy Pruitt. Hundreds of violations. They do not get a bowl ban, but they, according to the NCAA, they found Tennessee responsible for more than 200 individual violations, including 18 level one in nature. Jeremy Pruitt, the former head coach, hit with a six-year show-cause order. Six years. The university gets probation. They have to vacate wins, and they will have scholarship reductions, and that's that's not everything. They did not get a bowl ban. On probation for five years, pay an $8 million fine, and they have to be independently reviewed for compliance every year. Wow. The fines were pretty steep. Um, But I think the NCAA said, would you rather have higher fines or would you rather have a bowl ban? And I'll say this. Good for the NCAA because there's some people on this team, coaches on this team, too, that had nothing to do with this. You know, should they be punished? Well, here, Tennessee's going to lose 28 scholarships 
over five years. At least two each season. They've already reduced scholarships by 16 due to self-imposed sanctions. That is something Josh Heupel had to deal with. So, Heupel must only sit 12 total scholarships short over the next three seasons. And check this out. If Pruitt is hired at all, right, he'll be suspended for the first year on the job, the entire first year. Wow. They're going to lose 36 official visits over the course of probation, at least four per season. They'll have to select 10 regular season games where they can't host official visits, including four games that are league games. Unofficial visits reduced for 40 weeks over the next five years. Staff loses nearly 30 total weeks of recruiting communication and in-person evaluation. And the NCAA said only Tennessee's, quote, exemplary cooperation was why they were not hit with further penalties. Wow. So, again, if you think, I mean, I'm very critical of the NCAA in a lot of ways, but, and you could argue it took them a long time to do this, but wow. I mean, there's, there's some serious penalties here. Also today, by the way, good to see baseball back. Regular season, Royals and the Rays coming at you this weekend. All right. Gator fans, want to hear from you. A couple of things here. Number one, tell me, tell me where you see this Gator football program in year three. That's number one. Where do you see this program in year three in terms of national scope, league scope. When do you think the first year will be where Florida qualifies for the expanded playoff? Okay? Because if you go to CBSSports.com, they have a little column that talks about... um, Year two pivotal for these college coaches. There's a picture of Billy Napier right there. So hopefully, oh, and did you see what happened at Northwestern? They not only have fired their football coach, they fired their baseball coach as well for alleged hazing, things of that nature. So, uh, wow, Not, not good at Northwestern. All right, that's what's on the docket. Anything else you want to bring up, I will gladly take from you. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Speaking of um, vacations, yours truly will have shows next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then we're gone for a while. 
Got to recharge. And then I want to ask this. I know some people who listen to this show are lukewarm towards Anthony Richardson. But do you think he'll become the Colts starter at some point in the coming year? All right. Let's hear from you, I hope. Daryl, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Steve, you and I must have the same schedule because I'm going to be the same way as you are. Got to take some time off during that time. Well, I mean, most if you're in this and you know football is not too far away, it's hard to take time off during football, although I'm going to have to this year because I have a class reunion to go to. Um, but other than that, yeah, you got to take a little time. You know, Steve, a uh, couple questions, you know, answer a couple of your questions, and I got some uh, baseball for you. Okay. Um, I think Florida will be better this year record-wise, and I see improvement. And as far as the playoffs, Steve, I'm looking maybe 2025. 2025. Okay, where do you see the program in year three in terms of, you know, where they are in the hierarchy of the SEC and nationally? Uh, I can see them maybe contending. You know, for the SEC East. Well, there's not going to be any more East. Remember, no more East and West. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe upper, you know, I'm not going to say they're going to be in the championship game, but I see them being a little bit upper, you know, compared to what they've been through now. Okay. Very good. And, uh, Steve, last night after I picked my grandson up from uh, Gator Baseball Camp, what a great job them guys do with the kids over there. Um, I came home and started watching MLB Network. They had a, a... documentary on Ron Santo that played for the Cubs. Cubs, yep. And uh, I thought of you back in 69, you know, when the Cubs were leading. Oh, the yeah. Home, you know, clicking their he- clicking his heels. Yep. Yep, yep. And just amazing what he went through with diabetes. And, you know, he never revealed it to the Cubs until later down the road. But uh, I thought it was a pretty interesting documentary on him. Ron Santo is a Hall of Famer. Uh, and, yeah, in 69, for those who don't know, uh Leo DeRocher was managing the Cubs, and the Cubs had a big lead. And uh, when the Cubs would win, Santo would kind of click his heels. He'd jump and click his heels, and then the Cubs collapsed, and the Mets won. Uh, Yeah. But he was a broadcaster, as you said, later on, and he's a Hall of Famer and deserves to be. Yeah. Steve, was the Cubs uh, Mets' biggest rival back then? Um. That's a good question. Yes, I think so, because the divisions were different. I think people forget this, that 1969, when the Mets won, that was the first year of division play. It used to be just one league, and then they went to division play, and the Mets played the Braves You know, later on in the postseason. Right. So, yeah, I just want to touch base on you about that because I love history, and that was a good documentary on last night on Santa. Okay. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate the call. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not. After having Colby Halter on, congratulations to Hurston Waldrop. He signed, remember, he got drafted in the first round. This is always boggled my mind especially before NIL think about a college kid right now granted they could be on a scholarship and but you know they're they're in college and so money you know 
He just signed a $2,997,000 deal. Slot value for that pick was $3,270,000. So he signed for a little less than that. Um, and they also signed, the Braves signed uh, a guy at number 70, and he made over a million. And that's probably why he did, because they saved some money on Waldrop. But he he signs a deal for nearly $3 million. It's incredible. It really is incredible when you stop and think about that. That you know, And I'm telling you, in talking to some scouts and in talking to some baseball people, if he ever, the thought process is if he ever harnesses control, you know, we can control his stuff, going to be really good. Peyton says, do you see Northwestern de-emphasizing sports and being mainly an, an academic school? They're the Harvard or the Midwest. No, I do not. I do not. Now, it's very unusual that a school of that reputation is going to have to do what it's going to have to do with two head coaches and, you know, the reasons why that's being done. Yeah. William says he has a problem with the Pat Fitzgerald situation. You know, what Northwestern says, he should have known, and therefore he fired him, but yet you leave an entire assistant coaching staff untouched who almost assuredly knew. Even worse, the strength guy who every position in the sports admits spends most time with the team and has been with him since 2011 is also still on the staff. My bone here is that a half-you-know decision, since there's no public pressure to fire the assistants like there is for Fitzgerald, they made a monetary decision. It's not about the right answer. It's about pleasing public opinion. Um, I like that email, William. I agree with most of it, especially the first part. But here's the thing. Let's take football out of it and you're with a company. And a CEO who is a coach, a head coach, right, supposedly is supposed to know about it. Well, wouldn't some of his underlings or her underlings also know about it? Who'd be fired? The CEO, right? Not the underlings. I think that's the case here. I don't disagree with your point, but I think that's that's the problem. 12.15, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. You know, some people like purchasing vehicles. Other people think, oh, geez, it's, you know, kind of tough. So many decisions to make and what do I spend and all of that. Well, the people at Southeast Car Agency know that. They know that purchasing a vehicle is a big deal. It's important. You spend a lot of money. You want to get a vehicle you like, but one that's always also going to be good to you in terms of reliability, 
longevity, etc. So, the Cousins family over the last 40 plus years has given you the widest choice and widest selection you can make for your purchasing power. But don't forget, they don't have any new vehicles. They haven't in their 40 plus year history. They have the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. Go see them in person or check them out online at secars.com. When you go see them in person, tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. One other thing that I like about Exceptional Dentistry compared to other practices I've been to is it's one practice. From soup to nuts, whatever I need in terms of my dental care, I know that they're going to be accountable and responsible to what services they're providing for me. Other practices that I've dealt with over the years, I felt like I had to triangulate, whether it be someone extracting and another person implanting. Here, it, it is a one-stop party shop. You're gonna get every level of care that you need in terms of your dental care. I, I've become a new person since uh, all of these treatments have started. I'm extremely pleased with the time and the money investment that I've, that I've made into this. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Dry your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. Water sports are a great summer activity and can be eco-friendly too. Avoid activities like jet skiing or water skiing, opting for activities like kayaking or paddle boarding instead. Swimming, snorkeling, and diving are great activities too and have virtually no impact on the environment. And use sunscreen labeled Reef Safe to help protect marine wildlife. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a hundred things, a thousand things, a million things for our planet. What's your one thing? Severe weather hits Gainesville. WRUF's Hurricane Storm Center is there for you. For the latest information regarding severe tropical weather, listen live, online, or on the WRUF radio app. For a complete rundown of hurricane emergency services and pre storm preparedness, check out the WRUF Storm Center at WRUF.com. A courtesy of Caribbean Electric, Conrad Tree Service, and Radiant Credit Union. 
Don't give in to that constant joint pain. Take control and take back your quality of life today with help from QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is helping people every day here and across the country with their amazing non-surgical treatments that repair and restore damaged joint tissue. They use the latest advances in regenerative medicine, taking your own body's healing agents and concentrating them right in the area where you have the agonizing pain. This incredible non-invasive approach helps you take back control of your body, relieving the pain in knees, hips, shoulder, or back. No invasive surgery, no harmful drugs or steroids, and no downtime. Listen, summertime needs to be about having fun and making memories, golfing, hiking, enjoying the outdoors. So take control now and start living pain-free again. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. I think people forget how big a record that was for the King of Rock and Roll. Well, he had that comeback special uh, in 1968, but he had not had a number one record for years, hadn't had a top ten record in four years before making Suspicious Minds. Welcome back. Let's get uh, some calls. Doug, welcome. Hey, Steve. Um, just trying to answer your questions that you uh, mentioned earlier. Sure. As far as year three, um, I think it's going to be a lot of better outlook for Billy Napier uh, and, uh, and the crew. Um, just because we're getting, you know, such talent, some, some, some flash stars coming in, and that's going to make a huge difference, especially in the passing game. Um, I feel our quarterback play is going into this uh, next season. It's just going to be same as usual. I think it's probably going to be a little better uh, just because of our line. It's, it's very mature. Um, but we don't have any weapons to wide receiver, and that's what concerns me as far as um, what the record's going to be. Uh, going next season, I wouldn't expect more than seven games, honestly. Um, and uh, that's basically what I feel going into the season's going to be. Um, I'm a big diehard Gator fan, but I've just been kind of getting used to just the way things are going. Things have been rolling the past, I don't know, six years. Um, but I'm just interested to see what your feedback is and uh, what you feel about my projection. Got one more question for you. When when do you think is the first year that Florida contends for the playoff? I think it's not going to be year three. I'm honestly probably even looking probably year four or five. I mean, it takes time for these uh, uh, players to mesh, buy into the system. Uh, I, I, I know they're talented, but um, I still think that um, Gator Nation should really lower their expectations as far as when we contend for the playoff or even, you know, getting into the championship, um, it's probably, or the SEC championship, it's probably going to be a couple years away, and it's, it's going to be some growing pains, in, in my opinion. Yep, I think, I mean, look, I, I see a path to Florida winning eight games next year. I do. I also see a path where they could win six. 
I don't think they're going to lose every game against the likes of Kentucky or Vanderbilt or Missouri or South Carolina. So I think those are the key games. If you lose against Georgia, fine. If you lose against Florida State, at least early, you know, fine. But you got to win the games, you know, the majority that are the sort of swing games, and that makes your record better, and then you build from that. So that's what I'm kind of looking to see what happens with Gator football here. Yeah. Okay. And as far as, um, oh, go ahead. I mean, just one last question real, real quick, just probably summarize it. As far as quarterback play, I know this guy came from Wisconsin. He had some really good upside years. Uh, his, his first two years there at Wisconsin. What do you feel um, his ultimate projection and outcome is for next season? Very difficult to gauge that. I've been asked that yeah. a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, look, Ricky Pearsall is back. That That's certainly – he's sort of a go-to guy to throw the ball to. Uh, there were a couple of freshmen that I thought, you know, Gene in particular, who I think showed flashes, but does that translate? You know, when the season starts, does that mean – you know, that, that's going to be that way then. So, and I think the running game is going to have a lot to do with this. If Florida can play action pass, if, if they're not in third and eight, you know, where everybody in the world knows they got to throw it, I think that helps the, whoever the quarterback is. So, yeah, you know, I know it just, there's a lot of ifs there, but that's frankly what I think this is a lot of, a lot of ifs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, Steve. Thank you, Doug. It. I appreciate your call. Bring Andrew to the show. Hi, Andrew. Hey, uh, I have my doubts. Uh, I just, something, I don't know. Last year, it's kind of weird. Like, at certain points, like the Utah game, we started out real good. But then the next week, Kentucky, we stunk. That seemed to happen a lot where it was like, like we, we beat South Carolina, and then the next week we lose to Vanderbilt. You're just kind of like, I'm not really used to that. I'm thinking... I don't know. It's like <laughs> it's just like uh, I don't know. It's just I don't know if he can't win consistently, or or I mean I, we've never had trouble with Vanderbilt before, so I don't get. I didn't get last year puzzled me because we did we did have the good game against Utah, and then we had the good game against um, South Carolina, but then the next week we stunk. But I think that's indicative of first year um, and, you know, trying to get your systems established. Some coaches do that very quickly. But once again, what's the talent level? And if the uh, prevailing thought process was that that was not a very good roster that Dan Mullen left, well, then that, that, that record – and the sort of up and down lends itself to that. How do you explain those, like, those, because the South Carolina win was so impressive, and then it was like the next, very next week, it's like like we laid an egg again. Yeah, you, you can't explain it. You can't explain I mean, sometimes <laughs> you meet a team and everything goes right on that day, and everything goes wrong for the other team. You know, that that just that happens once in a while in athletics. Andrew, I appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. Let's bring Elijah here. Elijah, hi. Hey, Steve. Uh, you know, in, in terms of the 2023 team, I'm really excited, not just because of the talent level, but because it seems like we're bringing guys who really want to come in and raise the Gator standard. I think 
maybe at best we could sneak into a playoff in, in 2023 at like that 12 spot. But I, I think we're heading in the right direction, 100. percent You mean 2024, right? Because 2023. Oh, sorry, 2024. Okay, you scared me there for a second, Elijah. Okay. Sorry, yeah, 2024. <laughs> okay. Um, you, you know, it, it'll be interesting that if Florida does have the win projection that a lot of people say, you know, six, seven, that's a big leap to go, you know, to a, a playoff contender. But, you know, there's more talent. And and the thing that I think is the wild card in all of this is you never know what the transfer portal could bring. So that that's a little different now, too. Yeah, and I think, you know, we're bringing great talent, and I think a lot of Gator fans are really excited and getting really high on that, and, and that's good. But we got to remember, Tennessee, I mean, they got they got slapped pretty hard, but they'll still be a competitor. Bama's not going anywhere. Georgia's not going anywhere. South Carolina, they might not be a playoff contender, but they'll still be a solid opponent. I mean, we, we still have a lot of Oklahoma and Texas. There are still other teams, even just in the SEC, that will have to hurdle. So, Maybe we can sneak in to the football playoff, maybe 2025, 2026. But I don't know that we'll get it right in 2024. Okay. All right. Elijah, appreciate it. Thank you. Larry, hang on. Get right to you. 1229 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Chillery ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Attention business owners. Was your company impacted during COVID? If you had W-2 employees during 2020 and 2021, you may be entitled for up to $26,000 per employee through the Employee Retention Credit Program. This is not a loan. The IRS paid back billions already. We've helped thousands of businesses just like yours, so let us help you. At ERC Business Solutions, we make it simple. We do it all for you, so you won't have to worry about the complex application process. There's absolutely no risk. If you don't get paid, we don't get paid. Most businesses do qualify, even those with no decline in revenues or those that already got PPP. Discover how much you can claim. There's no cost or obligation. Call now, 888-316-1372. That's 888-316-1372. Get up to $26,000 per employee. Call 888-316-1372. 888-316-1372. What is ClearSound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. Clear Sound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. The first two Gator teams under Coach Spurrier brought home SEC championships, and on Monday, August 14th, Spurrier's Gridiron Grill will be celebrating its second championship. Another great year. Enjoy a premium buffet with Spurrier's favorite dishes, special guests, limited edition collector's coins, and other prizes, including dinner with the HBC and Jerry Spurrier. Proceeds from the night go to the Ronald McDonald House. Go to Spurrier's.com right now and reserve a ticket. Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, the hottest restaurant in Florida, right in the heart of Gator Nation. Have you lost Florida Medicaid? 
At healthcare.gov, you can find a low-cost, quality health plan. Do plans cover doctor visits? What about emergency care? And prescriptions? All covered and more. Plus, with the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 or less per month with financial help. Healthcare.gov is here for you. Enroll today for coverage starting the first of next month. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world. So IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Heat indices this afternoon should top out around 105 under partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies. Love scattered sea breeze showers popping up first near the nature coast. They'll develop as they push inland and east with again the heaviest rain and gustiest storms popping up east of the I-75 corridor. Yet again tonight, partly cloudy skies, lows in the morning in the mid-70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. This, keep it on the down low here, is the Dan Patrick Show. No sport has an older demo than baseball does. That's what they've been trying to change. They've been trying to get younger. That's why they're trying to speed up the game. Everything is meant to cater to a younger audience here. The all-star uniforms? Man, boring. The National League, I mean, it looked like they were being punished by wearing those. Dan Patrick. The Dan Patrick Show. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Thank you, Mary Wise. Her team predicted in the coaches' poll to finish second behind Kentucky. But the Gators won it last year, that SEC championship. All right, let's get some calls. 392-8255. You can email us, Russell, at WRUF.com. Larry, hello. Hey, good afternoon, Steve. Uh, just two quick things. To answer your question, that's that's actually a, a, a tough question in the sense that our league is rank, and now we're going to we're going to add two more really stellar programs to it. I guess the only, my most, uh, I guess, honestly, I hope we do in 24. I hope we make the playoffs. Um, that'd be great. Uh, it's going to be really, it's going to be fun watching. It really is. Um, I, I think Coach Napier is doing a great job recruiting. I hope we can keep them. And well, I think we'll be just fine. The interesting thing is going to be the team that sort of mirrors Florida and this is Oklahoma. You know, they have a new coach. 
they struggled last year as well. You know, they're coming into a new league here soon. Uh, So Oklahoma and Florida, I think, certainly parallel one another as, you know, schools and programs that have had a lot of success but have stumbled recently. And real quick, Steve, uh, on MLB, if I could ask you a question, mm-hmm. I'm a Yankees fan. Do you think we jump all over Otani, or or is he worth is he worth getting financially? Well, I mean, the Yankees have never and money. Yeah, um, I don't know. First of all, if the Angels trade him, don't forget Mike Trout's hurt again. Um. So if if they don't think remember Otani has said time and again I want to play for a winner losing sucks is what he is how he put it. So mm-hmm. if the if the Angels don't trade him and then they don't make the playoffs and he leaves via free agency they get absolutely nothing for him. And that is the dilemma okay but i guess they're going to have to wait to see a little bit i think to see if they can remain in contention because if they make the playoffs then you know maybe that also satisfies otani to stick around but it's going to be an intriguing question that'll be asked probably a hundred times between now and whenever it happens I like the guy. I just always worry with, I mean, the Yankees have done it. I'm almost 50 all my life. They just buy and buy. But, I mean, is it, you know, it'd be great to have him. He's a great player. But I I always wonder, is it worth it? Because our pitching is not that great. And I kind of think we need pitching. Well, he pitches too now. I know, but I'm always back and forth on that. Do I want a true pitcher? You know, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It is the pro, and I, I don't know. I, I guess we're going to wait and see. Yep. Appreciate your call. Thanks, Steve. Yes, sir. Thank you, Larry. Uh, BB says, Anim football seemed to have it all. Coach, they wanted fantastic facilities, great recruits. Some think the best money could rent, and everything went wrong. What do you think happened? How do you think they do this year? It all depends on the relationship between Jimbo Fisher and Bobby Petrino. Jimbo Fisher has not in the past shown any kind of uh, want to cede control of the offense. He's going to have to do that with Petrino. And he, or else don't hire Petrino. If you're, you, it, it's stupid to hire him, in my view, if you're not going to allow him to be the play caller. You can have input in it, but he's got to be the primary play caller. And he says, concerning all the poor mouthing by some experts of our Gator chances this fall, hope they use that to their advantage and catch some teams by surprise. You know, when you play Florida, I don't think anybody is caught by surprise because of Florida's history and Florida's pedigree. Victor, or Gator Dog, I believe Richardson will be the starter for the Colts this year sooner than later. 
If things don't stand out or start out good with another quarterback, the Colts will use Anthony before they fall out of playoff contention. Everything I am hearing from the NFL people that I know are saying that the fit for him with striking is really good. So that bodes well, certainly. Now take more phone calls. Again, where do you think this Gator football program is going to be in year three of Billy Napier? And when do you think the first year is that the Gators will make the college football playoff? 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. By the way, Gators softball gets a good transfer, at least on paper. Most anybody that plays for Oklahoma, pretty good. Well, Jocelyn Erickson is coming to, Gator, to the Gators after her freshman season at OU where she hit 337 and drove in 32 runs. She's a multiple position player um, and played in 57 games. She's a, I believe she's from Arizona, but that's a good transfer for the Gators. Mike sends a really good email. Listen to it. I like nothing about the trajectory of Gator or college sports in general at this stage. The portal destroys unity and undermines team building. It also destroys the student-athlete's opportunity to grow through tough competition by merely transferring, which is probably the worst byproduct of all as it deletes this most important component of the athletic academic experience. Overcoming difficult obstacles as a member of a cohesive unit has always lived at the heart of sports and promotes a systemic or systematic rather approach to problem solving the individual will employ over the rest of his or her life. It seems we've come to a place where those in power have lost touch with all that makes sports great and more importantly the life lessons they impart. It's a crying shame. Pretty sobering from Mike. But I will say this. When he says those in power have lost touch, the portal is a byproduct of athletes. Player power, if you want to call it that. And that's what this is. Players now have more power, way more power. And they've really rendered coaches a bit impotent because now you can. If you don't like it, it it used to be harder to transfer. Well, now, for a myriad of reasons, whether it's NIL money, whether it's I'm not playing, whether it's I want to go to another school, on paper, why would a player, and I don't know the reason, why would a player from Oklahoma – and I'm not saying Florida's a bad program. I don't mean it that way. But Oklahoma is the best. And she played. So why would you transfer from that? On the surface of it, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense unless she thinks that I can't play here regularly. And that is certainly a possibility. 
Uh, Victor emails, I don't see the Gators in the playoff at all. I see improvement, but this league is tough. And I agree with you, it's very difficult to climb the ladder with what seems to be a lot of teams to go over. How many teams do you think could be uh, in the playoff from the SEC? I'm assuming you mean the expanded playoff. Mm, four? Maybe? Maybe I'll throw that a question out. How, how many SEC teams do you think could qualify? And we, we would have to understand, we'd have to know specifics of other teams and all of that. But I do think that is going to be an SEC-heavy thing. I want to get your thoughts. At In an hour from now, my buddy Vince Ferrara from the Sports Animal in Knoxville is going to join us to give more insight into those penalties laid down by the NCAA uh, against Tennessee. Uh, they got hit pretty good, but it could have been a lot worse for them. It could have been a lot worse for them. 1245 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here. I want to tell you about the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations are tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. 
Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news is discouraging a lot of us. Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. Hmm. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan. And Talon is happy to do that complimentary. 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200. Three two zero zero or guardingyournestag.com. Talon Private Wealth LLC investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss, and there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or a license number D056341. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. If you're just tuning in today, Tennessee got whacked by the NCAA over some violations made under a previous coaching administration, not Josh Heupel. My buddy Vince Farrar from the Sports Animal is going to join us in an hour uh, at the end of the show here today to talk about that specifically. But I don't think it's any surprise. I think, I think he will tell you no big surprise. Today, we are at a crossroads. Let me ask this question, too. SEC Media Days starts Monday, which is kind of cool. Is there anything that you're looking for to come out of SEC media days I will tell you what I'm looking for Greg Sankey will give his state of the SEC uh, speech that he always does and I just wonder if there'll be any more uh, enlightenment to what future schedules are going to look like I think fans need to hear that, and I think the league needs to say something. And I don't know if that'll actually occur. I don't know. And I don't think there'll be a ton of news coming out of there, because there, there rarely is. But 
Once again, I do think that that could be newsworthy. They just have not made anything past what's going to happen in the short term. 1736. Those are the two being knocked around here. And we will see. But that's what I'm hoping comes out of SEC Media Days, at least something like that. And obviously, you get a new coach in, in Hugh Freeze. I'm sure he'll be grilled about you know what happened to him at Ole Miss. Uh, I'm sure Jimbo Fisher will have a lot to say, uh, given the disaster of a year that they had a year ago. Um, so it'll be fun, but I don't know how much news breaks out of media days, uh, but we will see. And at least they're going to talk a little football, and that's good. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Ron says a couple things here. I guess I'm one of those spoiled Gator fans, he says. I was around for the national championships. And I guess, like most people, I just made the assumption it was going to be like that about every year. The reality is, this is terrible. I'm not saying Florida's irrelevant, because they're certainly not in football. But we've got to get to a point in at least 2024 where Florida is again relevant on a national scale. We're ranked consistently. We have a chance to win the SEC. We have a chance to make an expanded playoff. I ask, is that too much to ask? Hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, all right, we've got a call here. Oh, no, we're not. I thought we did have one. Okay. But the call, uh, don't forget Monday, Phil Steele is here. He'll talk about his magazine, obviously, which I am a big fan of. He, there, there is so many, or so, there are so many pieces of information in that thing. Uh, it's amazing. And he'll tell you what he thinks about Florida and uh, some other things as well. He'll be here on Monday. Mark the calendar, unless something changes too. At the end of the month, uh, Scott Strickland is scheduled to be here. And obviously there's a lot uh, we will discuss with him uh, when it comes to what's recently been announced about plans with the swamp and all of that. Uh, Ricky says, I got a Gator baseball question, an MLB question, and a Gator football question. Okay. He says, uh, Gator baseball, can we expect more players to come in the portal? Uh, expect is, is the word here. I wouldn't say expect. I would say likely. Yes. Uh, his MLB question is, can anybody beat the Braves in the National League? Uh, yes. But I will tell you this. It all boils down to what you do in the postseason. In a short series, anything can happen. But but it, I think the Braves are the best team in the National League. And uh, there you go. And as football is, to answer your question, I see the Gators being in 2024 
being more relevant, but not a playoff contender yet. Adrian, Tennessee's penalties in the grand scheme of things amounted to nothing more than a slap on the wrist. I wouldn't say that. Found guilty of 18 level one violations, 200 plus during the Pruitt era, $60,000 of impermissible benefits. Penalties are a fine, basically 12 scholarships because they already self-imposed 16 and probation. Any other season, at a minimum, multiple years of bowl bans would have been on the table. Do you feel the current environment of NIL let Tennessee off the hook? Um, no, I don't, Adrian. If you believe, you know, we're in a, we live in a world now where there are conspiracy theories all over the place. Okay? But I think this boils down to Tennessee's cooperation in this. And I think the other thing is this was not done during this coaching staff's tenure. And I think there was some mitigation here to not punish this staff because this staff did not do anything wrong. I, I think it's okay. I do. Uh, Steven says, some commentators said this past season, LSU pitcher Paul Skeens could pitch in MLB right now. I'm a little skeptical. If he started today against the Mets, how would he do? Probably pretty well against the Mets. But I don't, I don't think that they would. I think what a lot of people look at because of his stuff and because of his makeup, and I think a lot of people feel this way about Waldrop too, that, that he could pitch in the bullpen of a big league team right now. I, maybe. Yeah. Because I think his stuff is that good. I don't know if he went out tomorrow and started against the Mets or anybody else how he would do, but I think that's what most people think of, Stephen, that that he could go into a big league bullpen right now and uh, and do pretty well. One more email to close out the hour, and by God, I hope we get some calls in the second hour. It's going to be a long day if we don't. And if, I, if there's something else you want to bring up that I'm not, feel free. But once again, we're just, you know, at this point. And the, the emails from Bill, uh, he's got a great question here. Early on, does, ten, does Texas or Oklahoma have a bigger impact in the SEC in football and why? I think Texas, I think they have better personnel. The question has always been at Texas, you know, Sarkeesian, they, they played Alabama really tough, for example, but they just don't seem to win those games. If it, And I think that's the knock. If they can somehow turn that around, and, and Oklahoma, you know, they're in a similar boat as Florida. New coach, uh, you know, all of that. And remember, Brent Venables, was at Oklahoma for a long time. He he knows that school. He knows that culture. He knows that. But they had their first losing season since 1998 last year. So there's a, a lot that's expected of him.
but it's kind of like here, okay? The defense was historically bad, just like at Florida. We'll talk more about it in an hour or two. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Dave Ray's Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, Take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Spilled your drink? Quick, the quicker picker-upper. Bounty picks up spills quicker. And each sheet is two times more absorbent, so you can use less than the leading ordinary brand. So, you can get back to your night. Bounty, the quicker picker-upper. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. The final hour of the final show of the week. Welcome an hour to a sports scene for this Friday. Ailey is our producer today. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us and talk some sports. Uh... We're going to hear from Vince Farr from the Sports Animal in Knoxville on Tennessee's penalties handed down by the NCAA. And a couple of topics today we'll discuss, and anything else you want to bring up, feel free. What do you think Florida will be like in year three of Billy Napier? And what is the first year you think the Gators make the college football playoff? And then yesterday... We did your favorite baseball announcers. Today, give me your favorite football announcers. 
either from today or from yesterday. Okay? So that's what we'll do. 392-8255. And you can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Um, I got to tell you, Steve, I, I kind of agree with that last email from, I think it was Adrian. I mean, I, I got to think that the NIL environment had a lot to do with those penalties, Steve. Um, no way that you could drop the hammer big time on Tennessee. And let's face it, short of the death penalty, the biggest thing that hurts a program is a bowl ban. I think that hurts more than any type of scholarship productions right now because those you could spread out over years. Anytime, I mean, fines mean nothing. You could find a school $10 million. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, it hurts if you get a bowl ban. That hurts everything because people will leave in the portal. They'll kill your recruiting. That's analogous to a death penalty. And there's no way that you can hammer a school with multiple-year bowl band, especially in this era of the NIL, don't you think? Yeah, and I think that's one of the reasons why they didn't do that. And as I said earlier, this group was not responsible for that. And I think they took that into account. Correct. Oh, I got you. Um, Hey, Steve, listen, year three. I got to tell you, Steve, the dark cloud hanging over the program for me right now is that third-year schedule. That, to me, is a dark cloud that uh, – and, you know, save the whole, well, it's an opportunity to show how awesome you are. Save it, okay? Because if you go 4-8, and eight, any advancements you had in recruiting and player development and creating a culture is pretty much out the window. Okay, and probably 80-20 that Billy's out the window, too, if you go 4-8 and eight in year three. Okay, so that schedule to me is, is almost like this albatross dark cloud hanging over the program that's kind of ruining my, my buzz right now <laughs> in getting excited. Yeah, and getting excited about this team and about the future, to be honest with you, Steve. Convince me to come off the, the uh, cliff. Okay. Um, if you, if you believe that Billy Napier has recruited better, okay? Yes, he has. All right. So let's, let's go down the schedule. Miami. It's home, I think. Um, and they're kind of in the same boat as Florida's in. So is that an insurmountable game to win? No. UCF, I don't care if they're in the Big 12 or where they are, that is certainly a winnable game, right? Georgia, I get it. you got to go to Florida State. That's no picnic. But then you get Kentucky uh, home, I think. That's winnable. LSU at home, eh, okay. Ole Miss, are you telling me Florida can't beat Ole Miss here? A&M? What what are they going to be like? Mississippi State has a brand new coach and a brand new program at Tennessee. What are they going to be like? And then at Texas. So, I mean, I get it. it. It's not an easy schedule. 
But are, are you going to tell me on that schedule, and I'm, I'm looking at glass half full, Tony, where you've got some yeah. games there. Could you lose those games? I just said, sure you could. But it isn't like you can't win. I think the fear, if I'm going to worry about the schedule, it's going to be the cumulative effect of it. Correct. Yeah. And that's always been my concern. People always talk about these cupcake games. These cupcake games are very important. They almost act like a week off to rest some of your starters, help you, you know, for the next following week's big games. There's no rest in that type of schedule, Steve. And what also concerns me is the quarterback situation. Billy Napier on a podcast said himself, quarterback in his system, his second year in the system, I I'm, I'm probably getting this wrong, but he said in like 50% more effective. Like, so basically a first-year quarterback in his system is only half as effective as he could be in year two. Well, you kind of saw that with AR in year one, you know, the ups and downs. Here we year two with a year. Okay, Tony, thank you. Your phone went a little crazy there. But, yeah, I, I can understand because I, that's why I kind of threw out the question, to be perfectly honest, about, you know, where do you see Florida in year three, and when do you think the first year would be where they would be in the playoff? And the schedule certainly doesn't make it easy. Hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, hit on your topics here. Uh, football announcer, Steve, uh, there's only two for me. Uh, uh, Pat Summerall, obviously, I've, I've professed my love for him numerous times on your show. And then college football is Keith Jackson. Those those two are the uh, Mount Rushmore of, of announcers. Okay. I just don't think anyone could touch those two. Um, as far as Anthony Richardson is concerned, Steve, um, yeah, he's, he's got to start, Steve. He's got to play because when you draft a quarterback that high, uh, this isn't, you know, 20 years ago. You're not sitting a guy to, to learn. These teams want to get uh, play these guys because they want to put as much talent around them uh, while they're on their rookie deals before if, if Anthony Richardson is what people think he's going to be, then he's going to be a good quarterback and they're going to have to pay him a, a lot of money at year five. So uh, the, the, the thing is these teams, like I said, get, get them on a rookie deal, put as much talent around them as you can before uh, the bills do. And they have to really pay them. I think the, the interesting thing is going to be with them, you know, they play in a division that's not great. I mean, Jacksonville, I think, is, is the class of the division now, but I don't know that they're going to be, you know, a 12-win team. Well, let's say that Minshew starts and then the Colts play well. Well, do you get off a winning horse? Do you, you know, throw Richardson in there, you know, for a series or two? That's what I want to see. If the Colts don't play well, easy choice. Okay, let the guy play, let him get his lumps, you know, while the team isn't very good. But if they're winning and Minshew's playing well, I think that's going to be interesting to see. Yeah, I, I, I think he starts from the jump, Steve. I, I, I think, like I said, top four quarterback, you got to play him. Uh, on your question on the Gators, Steve, um, you know, I'm looking at year four as a potential playoff uh, season for them. And I, I think Tony hit it. Uh, it's the quarterback, Steve. You've got to have a quarterback. Because if, if we had a quarterback, I'd be high on year three. Uh, because I just think with the type of talent we, he's bringing in that we have that's going to be seasoned and more experienced, 
uh, the, the only thing that could potentially hold you back is the quarterback. And just like any realm of football, if you don't have a signal caller, you're not going anywhere. So it, it's imperative that he he finds a quarterback. Yeah, and and if Lagway is that guy, well, he's a young player, obviously. Right. So it doesn't mean he can't perform, but you know, you're asking a lot of a young player. Yep. Have a good weekend, Steve. Appreciate you, D. You too. Thank you. Let's bring Chris to the show. Hi, Chris. Hey, Steve-O. Uh, I was looking at uh, Florida's two and three deep for defense this year, and I'm actually pretty excited. Having Corey Raymond coach the entire secondary, having a new office or a defensive coordinator that's pretty seems pretty aggressive, young. Um, and then looking at the front seven with Cam Jackson, Caleb Banks, Justice Boone, Prince Lee, McC- uh, McClellan, I-, I think you have the potential to actually be a lot better on defense. So I'm looking for year two to actually be a little better than what people are thinking. Now, a little better still may just be seven and five. Um, and year three, I think, will be a lot of the same, especially if Mertz is gone or Mertz it doesn't pan out and you're playing a true freshman and you have a tough schedule, you could end up being pretty good and be eight and four. Um, I think Billy calls a next level run game. Um, I still think there's a lot of questions around the type of pass game, around who the offensive coordinator is. It's how much Ryan O'Hara is involved. Um, And so I think those questions uh, unfortunately are what has undone former coaches here i think um if you even look at this recruiting class it's really really good um top five in the country but it's still pretty heavy on defense and so um are we seeing like a must champ 2.0 i think those questions are still out there you know it'll be and and this is where uh the portal always comes in right i'm not saying lagway would do this but let's just play it out here, okay? You have a quarterback coming in here in Mertz who I believe is a redshirt junior. Am I correct? Yes. Okay. So technically, he could come back, right? Yes. Yep. All right. Now, you're Lagway or you're quarterback X, and you have all this expectation, and now you're going to sit. Then what? Yeah. Right. And I, I think if Florida goes six and six this year, do they hang on to this recruiting class? I think that there's going to be people trying to poach this class away. Um, I think those questions are still out there. And I still have some questions that, you know, I don't know if we'll ever have them answered about why we, why Mertz was the guy in the portal when uh, Michael Pratt at Tulane was out there. You had it. Is, is it that, Billy is focused on building up the lines and the entire program and is not going to rush the quarterback position? Or is it that we don't have a quarterback-friendly offense and three quarterbacks would rather go to Ole Miss and sit on the bench than come here? That that question's out there, and it still has not been answered. No, I think it's, okay, thank you. I think it's a fair question. I think it's a very fair question. But I, I do say this. When you got Graham Mertz, I understand the numbers. Did anybody, does anybody believe Wisconsin is the kind of offense that zings the ball around? They don't. Look, look where they play. It's difficult to do that. So if he is playing 
in a different climate, a different environment, does that mean he's a better thrower than what his statistics would let, lead you to believe? That is going to be, in my view at least, a pretty big key. Mark says, for the announcers, Sean McDonough loves his candor and dry humor, calls it like it is. Lucas says, got to go with Gus Johnson. Uh, and then uh, he also, he would go Sean, Shane, Tate. Okay. And then uh, Bob says, I'm afraid the UF program has descended into the Nebraska of the SEC range for the next five years due to the lack of talent and average coaches. Billy's a nice guy with good plans, not a very good play caller, has no charisma as a head coach. Let me ask this. I hear this a lot about him, okay? Does Nick Saban have charisma? Does Nick Saban have charisma? I don't know. Define charisma. Does Kirby Smart have charisma? I don't think so. Anyway, hopes the team rely on a great quarterback, and can we count on the one five-star guy to be the one? Maybe, but then again, the competition will be better. Year three will be a record of eight and four at best. There won't be any place in the new playoff system in the next five years. 117, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. It's happening with the Gator Nation. Hear it here first. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Live from Weimer Hall on the campus of the University of Florida. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. If you don't already know about the great work being done at the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka, please listen to me for a second. This boys' ranch houses at-risk young boys from difficult home environments. It is sustained by your donations of unused or unwanted vehicles of just about any kind. Boat, RV, car, motorcycle, the Roadheaver Boys' Ranch will take it. When they get these vehicles, they fix them, then they resell them. And they learn real-life skills that turn troubled lives into futures full of promise. So if you have that unused or unwanted vehicle, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. That donation, by the way, is tax deductible. It goes a long way towards helping a really good cause. To find out more, go to rbr.org. That's rbr.org. Or simply Google Boys Ranch Palatka. Total Control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can have total control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's total control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. 
What is ClearSound Audiology and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10% or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Suicide is a topic that hides in the shadows. We often don't say anything even when we notice someone is struggling because we're afraid of making it worse. It's time we talk away the dark. Learn how to spot the warning signs for suicide and how you can have an open, caring, real conversation to help save lives. Visit the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention to watch the new short film and learn more at AFSP.org slash talkawaythedark. Every week we talk about our good friends at Panini America, and rightfully so, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain for one-of-a-kind digital cards. They have public auctions that are on the site. You can find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the all-time greats. You got the official products from the NFL, UFC, NBA, and collegiate sports. You can share your cards in the public gallery, complete challenges, earning exclusive award cards, and build a wish list for the items that you love. Keep an eye out on the Panini NFT platform. Unique, one-of-a-kind VIP experiences. Select NFT holders will have access to like on-the-field experiences at NFL games, backstage at the UFC, and so much more. Panini NFT trading cards giving you the opportunity to pull autograph cards and more, even one of one NFTs from every pack. PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. John says Gary Danielson would never be a top shelf as an announcer, but he certainly can help the Gators get to the final game to win our championship. Always give him props anytime I can. Let's get to uh, Bernard's call. Bernard, hello. In fact, uh, how you doing, Steve? Steve I'm, I'm a big fan of, of Gary Danielson. I think he does a, a great job. I, I, you know, sometimes that paranoia sets in, and, and you go over it on your radio show about recruiting rank, ranking. A lot of time, for whatever reason, Gator fans think the world is against us. I, I don't necessarily subscribe to that theory. I also don't subscribe to the. the doom and gloom that I'm here. Steve, I'm, I'm calling you sure I'm a regular call. I've been pretty consistent and I think a lot of this that Billy's doing a great job recruiting. I think it's basically going to come down to the general same area, the quarterback play and the, and, and the play calling. Uh, you know, I know Gator fans, I, I go to the sites, they wanted Sam Hartman over Graham Merckx. I, I think that you know, re- recruiting is one thing. If Billy, as I've said over and over, if he can get Graham Merce to play at a high level, the same thing. When D.J. Lagway comes here you, to get these quarterbacks, I think that they're starting to do a very good job of surrounding the, the, 
they're upgrading the talent, no question about it. Now Steve is going to come to to court, and and I, that, that's what I believe, and I, I believe that's that's going to be the key, regardless. So you you saw what happened when Dan Mullen came here, and his reputation out of offense instantly got better. Although he probably inherited pretty good player, he also you know Dan had his fault, but. Uh, quarterback development and play calling was not one of them. So we, we need to see uh, Billy take that next step in his career in terms of the performance of his quarterbacks playing at a consistently high level. I think, you know, that'll tell us all we need to know. Steve, you have a great day, okay? Okay, Bernard, thank you. Um, I, I think sometimes, and, and I understand where this is going to go, but if you look at Napier in 2021, his last year at Louisiana, his quarterback there was not an NFL guy. And I understand that, you know, he's not playing against an SEC team. But he threw for 2,900 yards, 20 touchdowns, four interceptions and he was also a very good runner so to say that he's not had quarterbacks that are you know at least decent I think is wrong now once again you can quibble about the league he's playing in all of that but again 60% completion rate 2,917 yards and as a runner, Montreal Johnson on that team, by the way, as a runner, ran for over 300 yards. Pretty good. Elijah, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, you know, I was, uh, grew up in Gainesville, U.S. student now. Definitely love McCuber. Uh, and then about the 2024 schedule, it's a tough one. But as a Gator fan, I'm so excited we get Miami at home, UCF at home, Mississippi State at home, Texas A&M at home, LSU at home, get a chance to go to Tallahassee for FSU, get a chance to go to Austin for Texas. I mean, that's I couldn't ask for a more exciting possible season. Exciting, yeah, but if you lose those games, it ain't exciting. That's, yeah. that's the trouble. I'd rather it than playing a bunch of cupcake games, though I do understand the role that cupcake games play. Yeah, I think there's a balance there. You know, I more and more, it, it, it's it's really funny that when uh, four or five years ago, there were some people who complained about seeing those kinds of games. We're paying this price for this ticket. We want to see better competition. Okay, you're getting better competition, and now the schedule's too tough. Well, I have empathy for Samford. I have empathy for Charlotte. I have empathy for those schools because they get a nice paycheck to come here and, you know, most of the time get throttled. That's important for their programs. And I get it. You know, I think I think most Gator fans would accept a game or two like that on the schedule. 
It's a breather for everybody. And maybe it's a chance for people who don't get a chance to see Florida play Tennessee or Alabama get a chance to see him play when they play a team like that. But he's right. I mean, that's a if you're going to like college football and like what the schedule is, you it's hard to beat that. Now, the result may not be what you want from it, but the schedule itself, pretty darn good. Get a reminder, Phil Steele will be here on Monday. It is also the start of SEC football media days, four days of it. You know, it's interesting. Um, when I went, it was at the Hyatt Regency in Birmingham for 16 years, from 2001 to 2017. And I also went two years when it was at the Birmingham Sheridan Hotel. But now they've moved it around. It was at the Omni in Atlanta, back at the Hyatt in 2019 and 2021, and last year back in Atlanta, this year in Knoxville. I'm sorry, Nashville. So, yeah, they're, they're moving it around. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. From the College of Journalism and Communications, ESPN, 98.1 FM, and 850 AM, WRUF. At IDC, you're going to see more diamonds and diamond jewelry than you ever imagined in one place at prices you never thought possible. IDC owner Keith LeClaire. Nobody's ever accused me of not having enough diamonds. I got over 50,000 diamonds in stock, all shapes, all sizes, all price points. We're talking 30 times the selection of ordinary jewelry stores, all at rock bottom, no middleman prices, right? We refuse to be beat on any diamond, any price, anywhere, period. And relax. At IDC, there's no pressure. No commission salespeople, no pricing games. In fact, we'll show you the inside secrets of the diamond industry and teach you how to maximize value. At IDC, you get to buy like a dealer buys. All this plus a free lifetime warranty on any purchase, a 110% diamond upgrade guarantee, and over 4,000 designer rings you won't find anywhere else. We are the 800-pound gorilla, and you'll see the difference the minute you walk in the store. International Diamond Center. If you're in the market to buy a diamond and you don't come to IDC, you are nuts. At Celebration Point. <laughs> What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. New sneakers, fresh backpack, three spiral bound notebooks, check, check, check. And the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit radiantcu.org empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official injury law firm partner of the Florida Gators. But since they opened their doors in 1971, 
They have been the community partner of Gainesville, Ocala, and North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather, with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Meldon Law, we won't back down. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Hurricane season is here. Millions of people live in hurricane evacuation zones in Florida. This means that if an evacuation needs to happen, a lot of people need to get on the road. But if you're halfway full, you're halfway there. Keeping your gas tank at least half full during hurricane season ensures you won't have to wait in long lines to get gas when it's time to go. And you don't have to travel hundreds of miles. A half a tank of gas can easily get you to a safe location that's tens of miles away. For more tips, visit halfwayfullhalfwaydare.com. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Heat indices this afternoon should top out around 105 under partly cloudy to mostly sunny skies. Love scattered sea breeze showers popping up first near the nature coast. They'll develop as they push inland and east with again the heaviest rain and gustiest storms popping up east of the I-75 corridor. Yet again tonight, partly cloudy skies, lows in the morning in the mid-70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Dog days of summer continue to bark. But don't worry, we're about to throw you another bone. The Rays continue their blistering summer heat wave, and we want you to experience it in person. Saturday, July 22nd, the Rays host the Orioles, and we want to send you. Just log on to WRUF.com and click on Contests. There you'll find the Rays Summer Heat Wave. Just fill out the form and you'll be in the running to win a pair of tickets to see the Rays host the Orioles on Saturday, July 22nd. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Your home for Rays baseball. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And online at WRUF.com. Home stretch now of our show for today and for the week. 392-8255. You can email S. Russell at WRUF.com. Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve, you got me? I got you. Happy weekend almost. Mm-hmm. Hey, Steve, got a little NFL and a little uh, NCAA, I guess, uh, for you. Um, turning on second hour as usual. Have you made your reaction, uh, a hot take on the uh, sanctions coming out on the Tennessee pro yep. fallout? Uh-huh. Well, what would uh, what, fair, what do you think? I understand why the why why it was done. I think what's obvious here is that they don't want to punish the the regime that has had nothing to do with what happened. And so you could have certainly made the punishment uh 
uh, more stringent, but I think that's what they had in mind that, okay, we'll take away scholarships, we'll take away and all these other things, but we're not going to give a bowl ban because Heupel and his group had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Two things, uh, apparently, from the people I've been hearing, these uh, poobahs and these journalists, whatever, look out for Texas A&M, even though um, uh, they got this deal they're talking about now with Texas NIL laws. Apparently, Texas A&M's got some lingering stuff pre-NIL, but they think that the NCAA lose in court on that. And one other thing I'm seeing, I don't know anything on the inside, but they did a funny thing with Pruitt, Steve. Apparently they gave him a six-year show cause, yep. but a 12-month suspension if he was to get hired. Correct. And, it's, you know, he's about a favorite son at Alabama. A lot of people think Saban would have preferred to hire him as D.C., but couldn't. And uh, don't know no inside dope here, but wouldn't be surprised in the next week or two because you got to get that clock ticking if, if, if Alabama was to hire Pruitt back in, like, an analyst role or something. Uh, you know, maybe. Uh, he, he certainly had Charlie Strong as there again for a second time, for example. So it wouldn't shock me if that happened. Yeah, Saban's got a lot of power. Who's going who's gonna to bully Saban around? He well, I mean, he, he, he can do, hire right? him as an analyst, but he will not yeah. work for a year. Right, but, right, but it sounds like it's, you know the old days, if you had a show cause, you're, just like you're doomed. You're out of, out of business, but it sounds like the NCAA's almost hinting 12 months out of the game, and he could be back at Bama, just kind of how it read to me. Well, let, let me give you one other one already, Will Wade. Oh, yeah. Right? Well, Dilly gets mad at me. I always bring up Dottie Tindall, 10-year show calls, but I didn't, you brought that up. And where is Will Wade? Isn't he like at some uh, – where is he now? He's at a smaller school. I don't remember where. But he has uh, – he had a show cause order, and he's going to miss the first whatever games because of that. All right. Hey, two quick NFL questions for you, Steve. Um, man, we I know we're disagreeing on – you don't watch Hard Knocks. I do. I don't – I hate to see the Hard Knocks wind up with the Jets. Is that official? Yes, it is. Well, official. I, I, they're saying that it is, so I'm assuming. Yeah. I know the, the you know, Washington team, D.C., whatever, um, the black eye with Snyder, I guess the NFL doesn't want that on TV. But, man, that's awful tough. I mean, the Jets are looking at a big year. you got a legend like Aaron Rodgers breaking with a new team. I hear a lot of people beating up on hard knocks. I like hard knocks, but I think that kind of sucks. you got a guy like Aaron Rodgers trying to get used to his new team, and you're throwing cameras over his shoulder. He's been in the league 100 years. He's used to that. One more thing for you, Steve. I heard something troubling. Curious about your opinion as a Jets fan. I was listening to some Miami radios I like to do in the morning, and you're hearing some of this Hall of Fame talk. I don't know why. I guess baseball-related. Barry Bonds is still not in the Hall of Fame, right? Correct. Okay. Well, I heard, you know, probably just, I don't know, clickbait, dummy, whatever you want to say, but I heard somebody taking a shot at Belichick, Steve. Apparently Don Sheila called Belichick Belichick. Are they going to try to Barry Bonds... Belichick with uh, Deflate Gate, Spygate, or whatever. No. They're going to try to do that to him. No. No. Wouldn't that be a disgrace? I mean, Bill Belichick, probably the, the most successful modern day NFL coach by a country mile, if they try to bury Bonds him. Well, no. If, I mean, if there was for, for that particular thing, yes. But I don't care how many games you win or how many Super Bowls you win, if you cheat. If you don't do it the right way, then you pay consequences. I don't care who that is. Okay, so to make sure I understand what you're saying, A, you don't think it'll happen, and B, you don't want it to happen or don't agree with it happening. No, I don't I don't think it will happen, no. Well, well, Steve, I don't have to surprise you here. I'll leave you with this. There are a lot of dudes, so-called media members, that are already probably loading their guns up. Belichick's got a lot of enemies, and I'm sure those columns are already written about Barry Bonds and Belichick. And have All a right. big weekend. Yep, thank you. I don't. I don't think there's any chance of that happening, any chance. Belichick is not great with the media, 
Uh, a lot of people in the media don't like him. I'm sure there's people in the media that uh, that don't like him as well. Uh, but I don't. I just don't see that happening at all. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf.com. What is possible to happen? I, th- I think this happens quite a bit. For all that Belichick has done, the Patriots might finish last. Might finish last in the AFC East. Well, what will happen then to the fan base? Happened to Bobby Bowden. Happened to Philip Fulmer. All those great years were forgotten because what have you done for me lately? I wonder if New England fans would do that to Belichick. By the way, I've had a couple of emails about this. No further information on that burglary at the Heavener Center. That was pretty stunning. I mean, if you think about that, a brand new place, right? And yet, somebody breached it. There's, there's, I don't know. And apparently they took a bunch of football equipment, other, you know, apparel, clothing, whatever it is that was there. Pretty uh, brazen type of thing. That just, that doesn't help matters either. Uh, Harold. Steve, I've never emailed before. I'm a Gator fan. I listen to your show, and that's what I do. I listen, and I enjoy your callers and emailers and how you discuss sports with them. I'm a Gator fan like anybody else is, and I'll answer your question today about uh, the future of the program. Uh, I think in year three, Florida is improved but is not elite. I don't think they will sniff the playoff in year three. And then after that, Gator fans will have problems and they'll want Napier run out of town. I hope I'm wrong, but that's what I think. Appreciate your show. Okay. Well, who knows? Who knows? Our last segment here, uh, we will have my buddy Vince Farrar from the Sports Animal on to talk more about this Tennessee situation, uh, which is going to be pretty interesting uh, to get his perspective since he's up there, you know, with this. Let's uh, get Greg's call first quickly. Hi, Greg. Hey, Steve. Yeah, when I called yesterday about the uh, – and you kind of answered it off air. I was off air. What I was really getting at, Steve, was just the way they schedule. Like, for instance, I mean, Florida probably still have to play Georgia, you know, Eastern schools. And, and, I, and I am kind of looking into the 2024 and beyond. So it really isn't fair for me asking you, but you do have the crystal ball. But it's like, what if a team like Alabama ends up with, you know, let's just say, and I'm, I don't, I'm not indicting them, I'm not saying they're a bad team, but just Ole Miss, you know, Vanderbilt, uh, Kentucky, South Carolina, you know, and, and maybe, you know, Arkansas. And then another school like Florida has to play LSU, Auburn, Georgia. You see where I'm getting at? Sure, yeah. That's where I don't understand how they can make it fair when you're going to have like 16 teams or whatever and you're only going to play nine regular season games. Now, there is no doubt the best way to do it, and I remember it from Little League, even go undefeated, nobody can question it. But 
is very difficult. And God bless that 95 team. They went 12-0, and the only Gator team to do it, if my memory serves me correctly. And they never are remembered for it because of what happened with Nebraska in, in the Fiesta Bowl. But that team was undefeated. So my point is that's a way to get into the show, the big dance, whatever you want to call it, fairly. I don't understand how they're going to do scheduling fairly in order to get to the SEC championship game. And I'll just listen to your response off air and go Gators. Okay. Thank you, Greg. I guess the key word there in what you're saying, fairly. What What's fair? What's fair to you may not be fair to me. Just when they when they came up with the 2024 schedule, okay. And if you look at you know some of the schedules on the road, well, there's certainly some tougher than others. Georgia has Alabama and Texas on the road. Is that fair? I don't know. Kentucky has Florida, Tennessee, and Texas on the road. Is that fair? Ole Miss has Arkansas, Florida, LSU. I mean, so again, part of this also depends on how the team is doing at the time when you're scheduling them. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. We'll talk to Vince from the Sports Animal. He'll wrap up our show today, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Anchor in the soul of Gator Nation and coming to you live from the second story of the CJC on the campus of the University of Florida. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. What is ClearSound Audiology, and how can they help you? Well, simply put, ClearSound Audiology focuses on enhancing your life by addressing hearing loss. Whether it's affecting you or a loved one, don't miss what you haven't been hearing. There's absolutely no obligation with the two-week trial period. Try your hearing aids before you buy them. All UF and Santa Fe students and employees save 10%, or mention ESPN for 10% savings as well. Visit us online at clearsoundaudiology.com or in person in our Gainesville or Lake City offices. ClearSound Audiology, where your hearing aid comes with a doctor. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Kelly Blue Book is the one-stop shop for pricing, fixing, selling, and instant cash offering. Instant cash offer is exactly what it sounds like. An official offer to buy or trade your car. Just enter your VIN or license plate. Answer a few questions about your car's history and what kind of condition it's in. In minutes, you'll receive an offer to sell or trade your car that you can be sure is fair. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car and schedule a time to meet. For all of the it's, kbb.com. If you're hiring, it can feel like you're trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. In fact, ZipRecruiter has helped a lot of business owners find their needle in a haystack, like Marco. 
President of Operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. Because Telly Tires has grown a lot in the last few years, Marco needed to hire everyone from a receptionist to a store manager to a head mechanic. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. ZipRecruiter helps me keep my business running. Take it from Marco and millions of other businesses who've used ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter can help you find the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We are your home for Sunday night baseball all summer long. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. This is Gators head men's basketball coach Todd Golden, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Ah, yes, Mike. Gator fans don't run a football coach out of town. Their incompetence it was is what runs them out of town. Stop battering Gator fans. They didn't have the worst defense in history. They did lose to Vanderbilt. How about blaming the coaches? Well, yes, coaches that don't perform get fired, but fans hasten that at times because they're not patient. I, is is that a fair statement? I, I think it is. So I'm not blaming fans here, Mike. I'm just saying that fans sometimes, after year one, are complaining about a coach. That's my only point. <sighs> Vince Ferrara, sports animal, joins us now from Knoxville, my bud. Vince, uh, this gets handed down here. Uh, when you saw this, what was your first impression? Well, the Tennessee, even though they were given additional penalties from what was self-imposed, ended up avoiding significant additional penalties. And, um, you know, overall, even though they, there are still some things that came down I have to find and 10 more scholarships and some limitations and recruiting with visits and things like that, I mean, they avoided the postseason ban. So that was kind of the – the biggest thing I accept, I expected it to find and some of those other things I just mentioned, but um, they, they avoided the postseason ban and things that would be levied towards this year's team and the, the players under Heupel that didn't have anything to do with that. So I, I thought overall it was a win, but you know, there's, there's still plenty that was, uh, you know, added on by the NCAA uh, towards Tennessee to to uh, punish them for uh, what you know all the infractions under Pruitt, despite the fact that Tennessee not only uh, had self-imposed some stuff but was very very cooperative. Basically, they were they were given a pass for for some of it, and um, they were patted on the back and recognized for for that. But some some schools take the approach of you know basically uh, you know not caring what the NCAA does and the NCAA is still kind of not done anything with those situations. So, um, you know, it's, it, the NCAA is just very uh, highly inconsistent with those kind of things, but overall to answer your question, it, it, I, I thought it was a, a W overall. 
for Tennessee. Yeah, and I think, too, what I see from this is that, yes, they added more things. It certainly could have been worse, but they didn't want to punish a regime that had nothing to do with this. Isn't that a fair statement? Correct. And that is something that uh, they mentioned in uh, in their statement that they um, that, that is sort of the new their new thought process in uh, in the infractions that they put down. They want to try to avoid penalties to uh, kids and, and um, you know, people that didn't have anything to do with that. That has long been something that, uh, you know, athletic directors and and, uh, coaches have fought for. We didn't have anything to do with this. Why are you penalizing us? The thing is, the NCAA at times has still done that. I think Oklahoma State in basketball, and there's probably some other ones where they they still do. Missouri, when they were cooperative a couple of years ago with theirs, and they still got some some punishment. So it it can still happen. So that's why you just never knew – just never know, and and there was sort of that unknown uneasiness until this came down on uh, what the NCAA would do. Because yes, they can say that that's their new philosophy, and that's a positive, uh, I, I think. But it's not like they are true to form in whatever their philosophy is typically. So, my friend, while I have you here with Media Days mm-hmm. starting Monday, um, as you look at Tennessee. You know, some people think they're going to take a step back. Uh, they don't have Hendon Hooker, although, you know, we all know what Milton can do. At You know, in the middle of July here, where do you see this Tennessee football program now? I don't – if they take a step back, it's not going to be a big one, Steve. Uh, I think they're the second-best team in the East. I think Joe Milton uh, maybe doesn't get the impact for – sort of having a little bit of a impact on Hendon Hooker. Now, Hendon Hooker's work ethic, his it factors and tangibles, I'm not taking anything away from Hendon Hooker, but he and and Joe Milton were inseparable, and they were uh, roommates. And one of the biggest emphasis that Tennessee's now new offensive coordinator, Joey Halsley, had on Hendon Hooker last year was he wanted him to enjoy football and not be as serious and just have fun like he did when he played basketball where he was loose and confident and just kind of letting it go. And Hendon Hooker ended up playing that way last year. Well, Joe Milton, I think, was a huge influence in that for him because Joe Milton is a lot more loose, is a lot more fun. I think the other, the reverse has happened. Uh, Hendon Hooker and the way, how cerebral he is, how much he takes a leadership role, uh, the mental aspect of the game, working on the accuracy. I think all those things have impacted uh, Joe Milton as well. So it's a little bit of a give and take between those two. And the season will go uh, to me as Joe Milton. Now, he doesn't have to be a Heisman Trophy winner for them to have a really good year. So I think they're close in that range, Steve, of 9, 10 wins. They had 10 last year, and they lost the game they weren't supposed to, but then they won a game they weren't supposed to. So it it, it put them at that 10-win range, which was still above what – um, anyone had projected. I still think they're within range. They have, uh, I think, a very good group of wide receivers, even though they lost their, their top two. Uh, they have running back by committee, but some uh, good options there. Do you have some replacing to do on the offensive line? The offense, though, does not lean on the offensive line as much. It doesn't. They don't need the road graders that others do because of, of their blocking. It's still important. 
and there's still some answers there, but I, I think they feel good about at least four of the five positions. And then on defense, that's another big part of it. After Milton, it's the defense. And can they improve enough on defense? And um, that, that'll be something that I'm sure Josh Eiffel will be asked about in addition to Joe Milton and the NCAA sanctions at media day uh, next week. But uh, they, they just they have a, they're a lot healthier on defense than they were last year on the back end. Is anyone good enough to, to play that's back healthy uh, to give them improved play? And then where do they replace the pass rush that they got from Byron Young, who led the team in sacks last year and was a third-round pick of the, of the Rams? Do, does anyone step up and take that role? So certainly there's questions on this team, but the offense produces each and every year, and they can hang their hat on that offense. And if Joe Milton, as long as he's not – bad i think this team will put up a, a lot of points and and uh you know, carry them through a, a fair amount of games this year all right vince final thing here uh with media days happening here uh greg sankey always gives his you know state of the league address <laughs> and we still have looming the the sec schedule beyond 2024 that's a big storyline to me do you see others coming out of this? Yeah, and I wonder if Greg Sankey is going to do like he did at Basketball Media Days and call a press conference to address the state of the SEC. I'm going to guess he's not going to do that, <laughs> like he would do that to basketball. But uh, you know, that or maybe they drop the the news just as things get going, where <laughs> right. that can take over. I would not be a fan of that. I think they're smart enough to know that, hey, we can make it a new cycle separate from media days. They have plenty to carry them here and let it be a focus on the teams and the players, and then we can drop that news at a later date because uh, they now do things made for TV and like they did the schedule reveal in 2024. Um, I, I think it's the big topics in college football. It's the NIL. It's the transfer portal. It's uh, the future of realignment. Uh, those kind of things, um, you know, the, the taking care of student athletes um, and in uh, the NCAA being more uh, pro student athlete and what they can do, uh, the, you know, them going to Congress and and lobbying to, to try to get some uniformity uh, and oversight in um, uh, in in terms of NIL and that that kind of, of thing. So, I think those will be the biggest storylines and then obviously Oklahoma and Texas coming in next year I'm sure there'll be discussion about that and and you know I wouldn't be surprised if Greg Sankey has asked about the uh, about Georgia or or punishment regularly like how much does the SEC have to like see trends at any schools and step in and say what what's going on here what are we doing and why are you guys in the news constantly uh, for uh, for things off the field that don't look good towards our your uh, your program and our league, so um, that that would be a, a a number of them. And anything regarding money, TV deals, and <laughs> yeah. for the twenty twenty four schedule, all, all that will be in play as well. As always, you got a new time slot here, so tell people where they can see you and hear you. How about that? Yeah, wake the uh, alarm first goes on about 4 a.m. That doesn't mean I'm always trolling out of bed at 4. You know how that goes. Oh yeah. But uh, but yeah, John Wilkerson and I, who were our, uh, the were the Tennessee baseball team, were hosting the morning show together. And uh, John's been on vacation this week, as I was last week when I was in Tampa, and 
uh, seeing the family, and uh, we've had different co-hosts each week. And uh, Jimmy Himes uh, this morning and yesterday was the co-host, so we had a lot of fun doing that this week. And then uh, we had our high school football media day today. So you can check out our show at 6 to 9 a.m. each uh, weekday morning. Uh, we're streaming at 991thesportsanimal.com and then all the podcasts there in the podcast section as well. And then we'll have uh, just dozens and dozens, who knows, hundreds maybe even of content from SEC Football Media Days. We'll be there all week, and hopefully I get to see you, my friend. All right, Vincenzo, I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, thanks, Steve. Be good. Yep. Vince Ferrara, Sports Animal uh, in Knoxville. He will wrap up our show for today. Thanks to Ailey for producing it. We thank you for being part of it. Enjoy your weekend. We'll catch you Monday when SEC Football Media Days will begin. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. So long, everybody.